So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin Wong, and you are listening to episode 211. Hope you're having a great week, and... I hope you're meeting all your health goals. What are they? Write them down. I hope you have some. And I hope you're making small and consistent progress every single day. And if in so doing, what are you swapping out? Uh, That brings me to our topic today uh, about chocolate. I know chocolate is a well-loved food item. And it's a treat. It's some people can't believe, imagine their lives without it. Uh, I have a friend who has to have chocolate every day. It's just a, it's a necessity. So we find ways to work that into your your daily eating pattern because that this adds a quality of you know to their life that they just aren't willing to give up. And that's what I want you to be doing for yourself: finding those things that you know really really bring um, joy to you. Uh, they could be food or it could be activities. It could be um, hobbies, whatever it is, all of the above, but in, figure out a way to work them into your life. Um, maybe they're not the healthiest option, but if you have 95% of your options are pretty healthy, you can have that other 5% or 99%, you know, and 1%, um, you know, maybe are just for pure joy. Remember, it's a pattern of eating. It's not about deprivation or restriction. And I think chocolate falls into this category uh, for if it's, if you're one of those people that absolutely love chocolate, let's find a way that you can have it in your eating pattern and still reach your health goals. Okay. So let's talk about that. You know, so many people really turn to the chocolate candy bar and the vending machine or, um, you know, chocolate late in the afternoon because they want to pick me up. Right. And it works. It does. It, at least temporarily it does, you know, chocolate contains small amounts of caffeine, uh, which make you feel awake and energetic. Um, but, you know, and it, it has sugar, right? So what does that do? It kind of ramps you up as well, but also causes you to crash sometimes, especially if you're watching your blood sugars. So often it's not the best choice. And if you're t- eating it to kind of um, ward off your hunger pangs, look back in the day, did you eat enough? That, you know, what got you to that point where you're standing in front of the vending machine? As you're choosing it, ask yourself, how did I get here? Did I eat throughout the day? Am I bored? Am I thirsty? Am I tired? Go through all that checklist. And if you still decide that, oh, okay, I, I really just want chocolate, <laughs> that's okay too. But then make your best choice, okay? So 
lots of chocolate, especially milk chocolate and white chocolate, uh, th those types are very high in sugar, uh, which actually can sabotage your energy, you know, after that initial boost. Okay, so just keep that in mind. I'm sure you're aware of that. And you might be thinking, well, how much how much sugar can really be in a, a candy bar? Well, one bar of milk chocolate has an average of 24 grams of sugar and about 13 grams of fat. And if you think about where that fat's coming from, from milk, it's pretty high saturated fat. Okay, so, so when it comes to that afternoon munching, your best bet's to really look for something with sustained energy release and less fat and, and less sugar. You know, get a piece of fruit, uh, you know, a handful of nuts, that sort of thing, because then you also get some fiber, whereas the chocolate's not giving you any of that. We all know that. We do. We know we know the better choices, but for some reason, we still choose the chocolate or we choose the candy, uh, the vending machine. So and just know that, you know, other things are going on as well when you make that choice, you know, like with milk chocolate, um, that's a, it's a lot of refined sugar. And that refined sugar is actually associated with, you know, chronic inflammation and, and weight gain. And we know inflammation is not great for our health. And so, you know, we don't want to uh, be consuming that on a regular basis. And so, you know, before you think, oh, it's, you know, I'm going to have to give it up forever. What other alternatives might you have? Well, let's talk about dark chocolate. And there's, you'll hear in the news, dark, dark chocolate is healthy. And I would say that it's healthier. I wouldn't necessarily put it in the health food category. Uh, but, you know, it, dark chocolate certainly does have um, a higher amount of cocoa solids, which makes it a better choice than milk, milk chocolate. Okay. And the bad news is, is that dark chocolate still has quite a bit of sugar and saturated fat as well. So again, healthy might be a stretch, um, especially if you're aiming for weight loss or lessening, lessening uh, inflammation. If those are your concerns, you want to just be mindful of how much chocolate you're consuming, whether it's dark chocolate or milk chocolate or white chocolate. Okay. Just be aware of how much you're consuming. But, but that brings me to this next idea that, so why is dark chocolate uh, touted by some as being a healthy choice. And like I said, it's a better choice than milk chocolate because of those higher cocoa, higher amount of cocoa solids. Um, but there are also some health benefits in dark chocolate. You know, the cocoa bean actually has polyphenols and um, uh, flavanols in it. And what are those? Well, the polyphenols are known to help reduce blood pressure and improve blood flow to the brain. And they have some antioxidant properties, okay, which can actually reduce inflammation. Uh, dark chocolate contains probably a, about a minimum of 70% of those cocoa solids. Um, and they've been shown to have health benefits for your heart function. Now, is it above and beyond, you know, is that, is it a better, better than what you're eating fruits and vegetables and, and foods like that? Not, that's debatable. Okay. Um, and then when you come to the flavanols uh, in cocoa, they're thought to help reduce stress. That is why you people get sort of, they like that, um, that, that soothing feeling that chocolate brings to their brain and, and, you know, 
that's why it becomes somewhat addictive for some people. But just remember that, you know, refined sugar can really dampen your mood as well, and it can increase anxiety. So really be aware of what you're choosing when it comes to your chocolate. And so we know that, you know, compared to milk chocolate, dark chocolate has probably three times more antioxidants and slightly less sugar. So is it a better choice? Of course it is. And, you know, the milk and the milk chocolate can actually counteract the benefits of the cocoa in it. Um, studies have shown that within an hour of consuming dark chocolate, there's a spike in the antioxidant levels in the bloodstream. And with milk chocolate, there's no spike. So, you know, something's going on there. So yes, dark chocolate certainly is a better choice. Okay. But, you know, what is some of the better ways to eat chocolate? And, you know, with, with my clients, um, we use cocoa powder in our recipes and to give that chocolate flavor, but with less fat. And so cocoa powder is really your best bet to really, um, I, I, I think when you have that chocolate craving, um, natural cocoa powder has 90% cocoa solids and it's really high in those uh, polyphenols and the phytonutrients. Um, and and it, cocoa powder has the benefits of dark chocolate and it doesn't have the saturated fat. So just a teaspoon of natural cocoa powder can really give you a boost in that arterial function that you might be looking for. And so how do, how do you eat it? Um, you know, how do you get cocoa powder into your diet? And, you know, I, I like, you know, a lot of people I know put it into smoothies. They'll do their green smoothies and they'll add peanut butter and, cho and chocolate cocoa powder into it. And, you know, you think about that, it's, it's way more filling than a candy bar. Um, it has all those healthy nutrients, has the fiber, and just enough of that cocoa flavoring that's going to really um, satisfy your sweet craving and that chocolate craving that you might have. And so, you know, find ways. I A lot of times uh, for the breakfast, I'll have, I have a recipe that I have my clients try that has cocoa powder in it. Uh, and it's a granola. So it's like, you know, rolled oats and cocoa powder and um, you know, just it has a little bit of sweet to it and we bake it and it has a little bit of crunch as well. And it's a really great alternative to a candy bar. You know, it's not like the pre-made, the ones you buy that are basically granola bars that are like candy bars. You know, this is um, has a bunch of fiber in it and it has um, the cocoa flavor as well. So, you know, you just really when you're choosing um you know, avoid those chocolate products that contain added sugar and the milk products um, and any additives, okay? Um, especially if you really are trying to jumpstart your weight loss um, and, and, and inflammation is a concern. And so, you know, just know that, you know, dark chocolate is healthier. I wouldn't say it's a health food. So if chocolate's one of the things you miss, then try other alternatives to get it, you know, to, to, so you don't feel deprived or restricted. Um, if you're not missing chocolate, you're not a chocolate lover, then don't go out of your way to add it into your diet thinking it's a, a health food. Okay, that's what I want you to take away from this. So um, just know that most chocolate is very high in fat and sugar, and which aren't a positive aspect, you know, aren't adding health, um, promoting health. And, 
milk chocolate in particular seems to inhibit the antioxidant um, activity of cocoa. And dark chocolate is associated with higher arterial function, which is a positive thing. But so are a lot of other foods. So just keep that in mind. And just remember that dark chocolate, I, I want to encourage you to consume it as a treat. Okay, unless you're my friend who wants to have it every day. And for her, she budgets that's, that in. You can do the same. And she chooses a really high quality chocolate, dark chocolate, and she just savors it. She sits down, she mindfully savors it every single day. And that's a great way to do it. So if that's you, maybe start working on that. If it's not, then just be aware of when those cravings come up. And is it coming from you have to have chocolate? Or is it coming from you haven't nourished your body well enough or these other other stressors that might be happening um, that are prompting you to really crave it? Okay, so hopefully um, that, you know, helps you. And like I said, if you're in the chocolate camp, use cocoa powder and start working it into your diet. And that way you don't have to worry about the saturated fat that comes along with it. Okay. All right. Everyone have a great day. Talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.